It's been a warmer than usual nine-day gun deer season in northern Wisconsin. For WXPR's All Things Outdoors, I'm Katie Thorson here with Wisconsin DNR Conservation Warden Tim Otto. Uh, Tim, you have, you know, have done your fair share of deer hunts being out in the field. Uh, what's the weather been like this year from your end compared to past years? Well, it's the uh, end of deer season, and I haven't even put on my wool pants yet. So <laughs> that means that it's been very warm for, for deer season. You know, for the end of November, beginning of December, I would normally anticipate, you know, it being quite a bit colder, I think, as, as most people would. You know, a lot of times by this time of year, we've had ice on the lakes or it's starting to form. And right now, most of our lakes, especially the bigger ones, are, are ice-free. And so how have you noticed this maybe changing some hunter behavior that you've noticed? Yeah, you know, one of the most obvious things to me that jumped out right away, especially on opening weekend, is a lot of times when it's cold out, and I'll say maybe normal deer season weather, that by about 8, 9 o'clock, people are heading back to their vehicles, sitting in their vehicles, starting to warm up and, um, you know, getting another thermos of coffee or whatever it is. Uh, to warm up. And this year, I just did not see people coming out to their vehicles. Um, And um, I know some of the DNR biologists have also talked about how that's also kind of maybe changing some deer habits as well out there. Yeah, you know, with the warmer weather, the deer don't have to expend as much energy um, to stay warm. So they don't have to take in as many calories to stay warm. So they're not going to be moving as much they're not going to be foraging and they don't have that because they don't have the caloric demands. So that can start to, to impact the, uh, I'll say, perceptions of deer on the landscape just because they're not moving around. Um, and obviously, the one of the main parts of your job is enforcing the laws um, with hunters out there. What have you been kind of seeing this season in terms of that? Yeah, well, along with that warm weather that there's been a lot fewer complaints and incidents of uh, basically people, motor vehicles, firearms, and deer all uh, wrapped up into single complaints. So a lot less road hunting situations, you know, again, because people can stay out in the woods and, and be warm and comfortable. They don't have to get in their vehicles to drive around. But, you know, my workload has been significantly focused on our baiting and feeding rules. Um, you know, statewide, that is one of our, if not the highest, uh, most common issued citation throughout the state. And on a local level, for me at least, it is v- it, it ranks number one, and I, I don't even know what number two would be. It's it's so far ahead. It, to me, it seems like there's probably greater incidence of those violations. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of ills to it, too. I will say that, um, you know, I'll, I'll leave the, the science aspect of it and the negative impacts it has to the herd health. I'll leave that to our folks in the science shop. But they do have a pretty strong opinion against it. And... For me, what I see is that the baiting and feeding has a significant um, impact on neighbor conflict because if one neighbor is baiting or feeding illegally, um, or, you know, there are some areas where it can be legally done, but in Oneida County, it can't be. But when people are baiting and feeding on one property, it really concentrates the people or concentrates the deer onto that property and negatively impacts everyone around it. Um, I know the last time we spoke, you uh, mentioned that just in recent years, you've also seen um, people lack of licenses um, during the nine day gun deer season. Were you seeing that a lot this one? No, I really have not yet. Um, quite honestly, I've spent a, a lot of time dealing with the, the baiting and feeding issues. Um, the license 
uh, stuff has not come up, um, or at least in very limited circumstances. I uh, ran into a few instances of people not registering their deer as required. That is something that we have seen a, a rise of also. Um, but the, the license issue itself seems to be pretty good this year. Well, that's good. Um, and um, there were um, a few instances of uh, gun incidents, you know, when they actually shot themselves or another hunter or someone else out there. Um, I guess, was there a common theme you saw with those kind of gun incidents? Yeah, I, I, my apologies. I maybe feel a little bit like a broken record considering this would be a theme that we hit on in the, <laughs> the, the last time I was in too. But those four rules of firearm safety just ring really loud in a lot of these hunting incidents or even if they're not necessarily deemed to be a hunting incident but just firearm incidents in general uh, you know again it's the four rules of firearm safety or you know the acronym is tab k treat every firearm as if they're loaded always keep your muzzle pointed in a safe direction be sure of your target and beyond and keep your finger off the trigger till you're ready to fire and once again, we're going to see that common theme throughout a lot of our firearm and hunting incidents during these nine days. Um, and while the nine-day gun de- deer season is over, there are still other hunting seasons uh, to come this winter. Uh, any safety message for people out in the woods this winter? Yes. Again, the broken record. Well, I'll you know rewind real quick and you know keep in mind the four rules of firearm safety, tab K. But then also just keep in mind too that you know there's things like tree stand safety too. The, People that fall out of tree stands, those aren't necessarily considered hunting incidents, but, um, you know, we hate to see that. And especially as it does finally get colder, some of those stands can be icy. People can slip and fall. So remember to take all your safety precautions, climbing in and out of stands with unloaded firearms and bows and crossbows, using a safety harness while ascending and descending, as well as while you're in the stand, um, you know, taking care of yourself, recognizing your, you know, your abilities. Once the snow does get here and gets a little bit deeper, it's not uncommon for, you know, quite honestly, for people to have cardiac incidents as they push themselves beyond what they're normally used to. Well, Conservation Warden Tomato, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me.